When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Persia Parada to my indie Hartwell, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how's it going? It's good. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't ready to be the Persia. Um, I always thought of myself more like uh, like the indie, you know, oh, okay. well, like always the bridesmaid, never the, the bride. Isn't that the saying? But but Indy is the bride. I'm confused. No, I, you're the Indy. I'm the yes. Persia. Yes, exactly. But I'm the said. bridesmaid. Okay, yes. And never right. the bride. Exactly. See, now the people <laughs> know what I struggle with. They, <laughs> the trauma. It's fine. I'll be a second fiddle. It's cool, Mari. Um, just enjoy your, your wedding and your honeymoon and uh, all that Uh that indie stuff. wonderful stuff yes, yes, yes. That index stuff uh but yeah i'm good <laughs> happy to be here and to see you for the third time this in week. seven days yes oh wow, yes. yeah it's it's great i mean i can't get enough matt scott so Ooh. this is this is apropos i i like it i'm not complaining let's make yeah. it happen well i'm complaining but um that's yeah. for other reasons and <laughs> how's how's your, your week going <laughs> No, it's going good. I mean, it's been a busy week. We mm-hmm. all know. I like had a very, very busy week last week. Um, so uh, I am. My voice is voiced out. You know, I'm. I'm glad that it's a chiller week this week. Um, but wow. it's been great. So does that make you, you know, with your voice and all, does that make you the voice of the voiceless, or <laughs> will you just be voiceless by the end of this? Uh, Maybe. Somebody we'll else already has that that moniker. So uh yeah, oh, yeah. We're all no, about voice preservation over here. Got my yes, key. Voice preservation. We're gonna get through this this podcast. Let's um, do it. Let's make yeah. it happen. Come on, people. We're in together. Get your coffee, get your tea, mm-hmm. get put some honey in it for that voice. Chug yep. some honey if you need to. This Ew. is the wrestling we're half up. There you go. Um, I love that. Uh, and it's just the two of us this yeah, week. Just mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, same. But, you know, I didn't want to get demonetized on YouTube, so I didn't go into <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, yeah, so, well, you know, we always talk. We always talk about a little bit of the news. And it was it was a kind of a doozy of a news week this week. Um, a lot of things that very much, uh, you know, got the people talking. So Mustafa Ali 
big, big um, news going into this week. He asked for his release, right? Mm -hmm. So we saw he asked for his release like earlier in the week at some point. I was like, oh no, okay, Mustafa's gone, you know, because people have been asking for the release. They've been granting them. Yeah. But um, I think what is it around Wednesday, Thursday, or whatever? Word came down that WWE wasn't granting his release. Um, so a lot of people found that strange. I think um, there was lots of like kind of like hashtags free Ali. Uh, he was also kind of um, going for the uh, there. Marvel put out a. Did you see this? This was a few weeks ago. Marvel put out a like an acting post looking for a um, like a. Was it's like Southeast Asian male for one of the Marvel action movies, right? Yeah, and he responded to it like, "I think I'd be great for this role with a picture." And then all these people were like, "Like uh, they got trending like Marvel." Oh, it was for Blade. It was for Blade. The Blade. What, I don't know the, if it was, what was it a picture of? It was him. It was just him with the shirt off and looking all nice and muscly. Oh um, yeah, and it was and it started like hashtag Ali for Blade. I think it was. I think it's the Blade. I don't know if it's the show or the movie for Marvel, but people were like legit in Marvel's mentions, dropping his pictures in a good way. Though it was a good yeah. way. Yeah, no, yeah, so, uh, absolutely. And that's like the best thing when you have mm-hmm. the wrestling fandom kind of come together for <laughs> number one things we could agree on, aka. Yes. Ali being this incredible performer, but then yes. also amplifying him. And who knows if that helps, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt, exactly. Um, and so, you know, Sasha's already in the Marvel universe. Uh, so maybe she Marvel DC. Sorry, I said Marvel. DC universe. DC. Oh. Jesus. I'm I sorry, guys. Please don't yell at me. Disney, the Disney universe. Who You're doing it on purpose. Marvel. <laughs> doing it on purpose. Everybody's gonna to turn this off at five attention. minutes. <laughs> they said she yes. said Marvel and DC in the same. Um, yeah, no, I mean Sasha Banks is already in the Disney universe, so maybe she can get uh, Mustafa in there, like just you know nudge somebody. Let's get John Favreau on the case um, to get him in there. But that? Um, the biggest thing is though they're not granting his release, so uh, they said he's too important to or something to grant his release. Mm. And he he then pr- pr- uh, tweeted out a tweet of like a picture of the Joker in Batman, like burning the money, like there's like a stack of money, and he like you know burns oh, it, oh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that meant. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought, okay, never mind. I'm not going to say what I thought, but I didn't know anything. And yeah. if you're watching the YouTube version of this there podcast, you, you could see that picture pulled up here. Check us mm-hmm. out on YouTube on robhiswebsite.com/slash YouTube, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. There's yeah, a lot going on here. It is, and he he. I think he implied one of the reasons why he resigned is because he, you know, Mustafa Ali has pitched so many ideas to the back that have all been good, and anything they give him, he's always seemed to work it out. Like I was a big fan of like the Retribution, and you know, early you know the light and all of that good stuff. But mm-hmm. he was also pitching like that that U.S. He would he would do his promos he would film his own promos and post yes. them on twitter and that's that's where i really agree with like ali like that's where he is like he really got me and i'm like why is this man not on tv more and we all know last year i was banging the drum for him and i loved his his tagging with monsoor i'm still mad that they broke yeah. them up so early mm-hmm. um i think they could have been a really really great tag team 
Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I feel it's like there's so many ways them. they could have utilized him and they just kind of like always pulled the plug on him way too soon. But yeah. the main issue is he, he, he um, said that Vince asked him to, okay, nope, let me not say that. Oh, oh, it was oh, implied. Oh, retraction. It's yeah, retraction. Retraction. It was implied that somebody in the back pitched a character, a character to him that he would never do. And it offended him so much that he left. I like so I, I don't know if that's thought. true. That's what the wrestling And then he allegedly, according, according to mm-hmm. the wrestling journalism. Um, yeah. I like that as the source, the wrestling. Yeah, journalism. wrestling journalism. Um, but he had apparently had an argument with Vince McMahon over it. The way yeah. that people have been talking about it was that Vince McMahon pitched him this idea. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, don't know. know. Uh, but anyway, people probably already know a lot about this. Um, I yeah. will say the choice to not let him go, which is the newer news out of all this, is kind of like sinister to me. It feels mm-hmm. a little sinister because he clearly had something to share, a story to tell. He even tweeted things to that effect. And if he's under contract, if they're not letting him go, well, he's not going to be able to share his side of the story of that argument and what happened. And I think maybe it was last week or at some point we talked about, Ooh, really curious to hear what's going on with him. Mm -hmm. And I guess we won't hear it, but it is strange because, um, you know, Derek asked this question or put, put, uh, put this comment in job has a squad cast. Um, Mustafa Lee is, a big talking point for the week. And after the news a few weeks ago, that WWE is quote unquote, um, WWE is going to grant release requests because they thought it would look bad not to, uh, not to mm-hmm. after all the cuts that they've had mm-hmm. that have apparently been budget cuts. Now that the reports say um, WWE is denying the release, it is kind of questionable, but I think again, I feel like it's, it to me it feels like it's suppressing his story, but yeah. I haven't heard anyone else say that. I, That's my speculation. I really think it depends on what happens from now on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like this news has brought attention and light to Mustafa that you know people who may not have been behind him are now behind him. So two things: you either put him out there more. Like, I think we'll definitely see at the Rumble. Like, what happens with him at the Rumble? If he enters in the Rumble, he has a good showing, decent showing, you know. And then if he's consistently pushed, then I think it'll prove the point that they, they, you know, they, they got the message. They're like, okay, you know, we want to try and work with you. We think you're important, which I don't know how often WWE does that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to um, say. <laughs> yeah, because they petty. They be petty. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. this, I think this is how this is how we'll know. And so if they push him and they start giving him more time, then we know that it's like, OK, they truly do want to work with him. And even and even if uh, uh, WWE has done this, like with the revival, remember when the revival asked for their um, yeah. now known as FTR asked for their release and then they gave they put the tag belt on them and stuff like that, mm-hmm. even for just like a, a Band-Aid effect or whatever. So we'll see if they do that. If they completely keep him off of TV. Like, then it's definitely suppression. It's, Mm -hmm. we're keeping you off of TV. You're staying in your contract and you will die in that contract. And then once we do release you from that contract, hopefully nobody will care anymore. Like, that's what we're we're looking at. So I think you brought up a really good point. And I just all 
think I just think it all depends on the follow up. Well, I I think the other piece of it beyond beyond him as an individual is that it also makes this point that you can't just say I'm quitting, I'm leaving and then leave. It's not going to be that simple at WWE because if we saw it happen here, maybe we would see it happen to the next person and the next person and the next person. So I also think another side of it just might be setting the example of that. Like you can't just quit and leave WWE right now as you know, it might seem like that's possible. I, I, I don't think we really heard follow up on it, but it seems like Tony Storm quit and successfully left the company from what I understand. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. they, they, they obviously don't want to just keep letting people go, especially people who are such high valued talent. Now mm-hmm. it is sad though, that they don't utilize them properly when they're there. Um, and I can't even imagine what it's like trying to quit a job and not being able to quit. I would quit. I would not show up. You could sue. <laughs> That's going to make you look bad. Like, I would be very interested in what would happen if he's like, yeah, no, I can't do this. Um, even yeah. from like a mental health perspective, it's like a whole other conversation. Conversation. But, like, yeah. If mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> right. It's, well, what can it, you do other than we'll podcast see. about it? I guess exactly. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just hoping uh, Mustafa gets what he wants because he's such a, he is has such a brilliant mind for wrestling. He can deliver a promo, and that man can fly. So, like, I, yeah. it's just, I don't understand how you're not u- utilizing him. And he, you know, he comes from a marginalized community yeah. that also has a cross section with like being a police officer and stuff like that and he's one of the first um uh superstars to t- to talk out against like the whole when the George Floyd thing came down like Damn. he is so inspirational in so many different ways that it's it's just it does feel like a crime that they're not using him better yeah. and it it uh it feels like they don't see it like if if yeah. you look at this man and pitch him something that's based on his race and will or uh, you know on where he's from on his background in that sense like you're only seeing him through one dimension because there's so there much there even like you could even pitch something based on like his attractiveness if you want to mm-hmm. and we've seen that with some people uh-huh. um, but it is very we've talked about this a lot over the last year just how certain people and we're going to talk about certain uh uh, certain gimmicks today mm-hmm. i know yeah um, where I, I at least feel like they they're drawing from a very shallow pool in terms yes. of going back to that well of like where is this person from and let's make it about their heritage quote unquote you know mm-hmm. i don't love it no one loves it which is yeah. probably why we're here and why everyone's talking about this story right now mm-hmm. yep um so we also got uh, a name change that sparked um, some controversy yep. as well. Apparently, uh, Walter, I don't know how you say it, but um, Walter, that's yes. how I've been calling him, in NXT, he changed his name to, to Gunther. Uh, we, we, had, we didn't really get a good pronunciation on it yet, but um, mm-hmm. from Job Has This Podcast, we had Alex Trias saying, Gunther, I'm sorry, Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Gunther, Gunther, Gunther sounds Gunther. like Gunther. Uh, I don't love it. Hopefully, if we he puts his Austrian spin on it, it'll be Gunther, like very or like Gunther, you know, Gunther. Yes, yeah, like like that's Matt a good said. name. That's a I good like name. That. 
I think but the the uh, problem was it was originally going to be like uh, uh, Gunther Stark, yeah, which is a Nazi. Also, <laughs> yes, uh, Nazi. I believe like Nazi U boat captain. And yes. Also, um, which is like, please WWE learn how to Google, use Google before you submit trademarks. The girl is right there. Like- it's right there. But like, it, I saw people giving the comparison. Of the um, oh my god, from the women's revolution when they had Becky and Charlotte yes. page out as like the, the submission sisters or whatever, and they were like, like, Yeah, this is definitely a popular porn site. Like, <laughs> it's the like, Oh, you couldn't have googled said. that either yeah. because you were lazy. <laughs> Maybe they weren't lazy. I mean, part of it too is like they're in such a oh rush half the time god. that they probably came up with that name. Maybe they even came up with well, they filed the trademark, so I've I'm sorry. But like there needs to be one person's job where it's just, you take all the brunt, you have to have the messed up Google search. Like one person who's like <laughs> even in the corner, if it's not their job, just someone who's like, Let me just check this over here. <laughs> like where um, are the interns? Mm, where are the interns? What do you mean? Yeah, where are the not doing their jobs, apparently. <laughs> um, but no, this is and I think also like it goes well it goes without saying but it's important to say like even just like the timing of it and obviously wwe was not doing this on purpose i i feel confident in that um but like the timing of it just with last weekend i think there being that the hostage situation at the synagogue Uh, in texas and a lot of discussions and conversations about anti-semitism jesus this is not great um that this is happening anytime but especially um with that in mind like it it's just all it's all horrible and wwe needs to do better yeah they dropped it luckily they They dropped the last name they did drop it yeah i don't know why they even Okay. Well, anyway. but like you know, but in order, right? Exactly. Like that. Yeah. They they did drop it, but like they had to get to that point. And the, I mean, the thing is, they they had to drop it too. I think they would have dropped it when they had that information, but they like they had to drop it. But why? I really want to understand, like, why why these NXT like UK people have to change their names. When they come over to the regular, they, well, they like, don't have to. They don't have to. Uh huh. And you know what? I also this is actually this is like the bigger thing for me. Well, not the bigger thing for me, mm-hmm. but like the other conversation to have with this that maybe more people are having because I would imagine there are a lot of people who aren't having like the the Nazi conversation necessarily, even though that's like the biggest controversy around this, like the fact that he has such a brand, like it's such a a known brand and a known name. And he was on survivor series. Like I believe if I'm not, not, not this past survivor series, but he was on, I think he was on a survivor series team. A few I years ago, maybe I can't NXT. remember anything from three months ago. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but he's I know known enough and like prominent enough where it it would be like if you called up Adam Cole and then made him Keith Lee's manager and also changed his name to like <laughs> Scotty something offensive. Yeah, it's gotta be something. Yeah, <laughs> that would be like my comparison. But yeah, I don't know why they just throw out that money, throw out that brand. 
Well, I mean, in that, like, the whole Keith Lee thing, too, like, I don't, it's really interesting. It's like, so with the history of NXT, it was like, we brought in some people, we changed their names. And then during Triple H's NXT, it was like, we brought in some people, we let them keep their names. And then it's like, now it's back to like, we're bringing in people, you got to change your name, like with Vince and Bruce taking over. It's like, we're really, you're, you're really doing this because you don't want to lose out on money and trademarking licenses and and stuff like that it's very greedy just call Um, them what call them what you want to call them mari fancy fencer fancy fencertons i think i've used that phrase on podcasts like yeah all week long um that's normally for indecision though i just think it's i yeah it's well, they just are indecisive about can people keep their they're inconsistent oh, they're inconsistent, inconsistent about yeah. can people keep their names can they not keep them who mm-hmm. keeps them what level of stars it, it but at the end of the day it just bothers me just like i, I mean there are so many examples of this but i will go back to um nikki cross aka nikki ash and not the name oh, right. but like why are you not selling masks do you not want the money that people will I give you for this mask like you're no i mean maybe they thought they would have lost money on them what's even like, worse is uh, changing your name because another person debuted on your same brand just for that person to be fired like four months later and now you're stuck with a name that oh, makes absolutely cross. no sense. Yeah. Killer cross, carrying cross, killer cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like how pissed off would you be about that? I don't know if I would be. Well, uh, yes, I'd be pissed off. Nikki Cross was I mean, using I'd be that name for like changing my name no matter what. Years. Yeah. She was named, she was using that name for four years. And then they're like, oh, well, this, this other, this man is coming on the brand. And we want his name more than yours. So you got to figure bet, out a way to change it. I and bet then she said, four months she later, said, he's gone. I bet she said, but but I'm not going to do a Nikki Cross accent. That's not right, for me. Please don't. Uh, but, uh, you know, I bet she said, well, his name is spelled with a K. Mine's with a C. And they're like, no, 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 no. Which again, I, we barely I, heard his name on TV because of how they booked him. I'm right, exactly. And I'm <laughs> lambasting the WWE for it because I, I think that wasn't fair to Nikki Cross. However, no. when I watch AEW, I don't know who anybody is because they but all have all the same crosses, last name. Cages, cages and pages. All of it, yeah. All of the names. <laughs> yeah, so it's just funny how that, that <laughs> or messed up how that works, right? Like I'm just laughing to myself at the idea of I love I love the pages like that's my favorite thing in wrestling right now <laughs> and I just want Paige to show up there if she could show up anywhere if I had the choice between Paige showing up in AEW to form a faction of the pages and the showing pages. up in the Royal Rumble I would choose AEW I hope Paige is listening to this mm-hmm. and I hope that's not what I just said wasn't confusing because of all the pages the pages page page all right well we're not a new we source we, we never claim to be no. um, <laughs> we're not journalists but- but also Grayson Waller, uh, after the Gun- the Gunther news dropped, uh, Grayson Waller uh, <laughs> sent a tweet saying, just so everyone knows, Walter was just too close to Waller. So I spoke to my lawyers and they are they were uh, they're good at what they do. You're welcome. So 
Grayson Waller just trying to get so much heat on him. Yeah. Like this is, this was a great, I mean, this was a great episode of NXT because the reason why we got the Walter named, we got the Walter name change after him and Roddy had a really good match. They headlined NXT. Yeah. Lots of chopping and slapping and just really all, hard all violence. Day. All day. Yeah. All the violence. Yeah. And it was really good. And it set up, it set up, uh, Imperium at, uh, versus Diamond Mind, which, um, Yes, everybody is excited for yeah. uh, the Creed Brothers advanced. We'll talk about it later, but the Creed Brothers ex- advanced in the Dusty Cup. So we'll definitely mm-hmm. be getting more of this. Like, um, maybe I think they announced the six man for next week. So everybody is very excited about that. But yeah. Grayson Waller just, uh, he's just a heat magnet and apparently he wants more heat. I'm like, dude, do you need more heat? I think it was very funny of him. He everybody does. wants to beat Turn him up. up. Like, he, wants, up he wants to make sure Turn everybody up. wants to beat him up. He had this week, he, you know, he got confronted by LA Knight who came back and then um, Sexy Dexy wanted a piece of him as well. Dexter yeah. Loomis came back. I'm just mm-hmm. like, everybody is coming back just to beat up on Grayson Waller and it's amazing. Good for Grayson. Like, that's how you do it. Uh, you- he's He's getting like that Baron Corbin um, amount of heat almost, but not. It's, it hasn't turned to go away heat. I don't think yet. Not yet. Not for me. But hopefully, it does go go there because that w- that's what he wants. He deserves. That's it. what he and wants. Yeah, you can like, tell. He just looks like. I mean, he. I can't just look at him like. Ugh, Good for him. Want to hate him, but also I'm happy for him because you know a few months back. We had Shannon Gus on, yep. talk, you know, of course, the for, the world's foremost survivor expert, expert mm-hmm. survivor global expert. And uh, Maddie, Maddie Wahlberg, a.k.a. Grayson Waller, was uh, was on Survivor in Australia. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm just happy that we have a survivor person succeeding. And if he's pissing people mm-hmm. off and good at it, then good for him. Exactly. Good for our good for our business, right, Mari? Exactly. Yeah. So that's great. And you love to see when people love to be hated like oh, that. Oh, totally. All totally. right. So um if you want to uh send us a question, you can send us an email to wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. You can also use hashtag wrestling or half up on Twitter, and you can follow us and tag us on Twitter at wrestling or half up. Um, that, those are the best places to to find us. You can also find us in our unofficial official Facebook group. Job has a squad cast. That's the RJP uh, uh, Facebook group. Uh, and of course, hopefully, you're already subscribed. Uh, so, it, but if not, we have a podcast feed. Go to robhasawebsite.com/slash/wrestling-feed so you can subscri- subscribe to all of your um, podcasting places. Like Matt so wonderfully pointed out, we are currently on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to Rob Has a Podcast on YouTube and you search Wrestling Wrap Up, and you will find us right there. That's right. Uh huh. Yeah. There we go. Um, so we will take a quick break, and we'll be back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Let's get into the highlights of the week. All of the highlights can be found in a very handy dandy playlist at the bottom of our show notes or in our it's descriptions. Yep. Um, so you can follow along with us as we go through the highlights. Um, slim pickings this week, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Mostly because this is that weird week, yeah. right? So this is that weird week where it's like if you have like uh four weeks before a pay-per-view, right? The first two weeks, you're setting up who the opponent is. You're setting up storylines in motion. And then the third week, it's kind of like, it's like a filler week. That's what this felt like. It felt like a filler week. Like, okay, we know where the story. That's what it felt like. Like, we know where the storylines, we know who who's facing who. Now we got to fill a little bit of time. And then, of course, the week before, you know, the week of the pay-per-view, it's the go-home show. So you get your, your last battles or standoffs or whatever what have mm-hmm. you so this definitely felt like this is the, the filler week because like Brock and Lashley didn't even show up I think all they got was like a video like a, yeah. a video package you know um, and then next week they're going to do like a face to face weigh in which there you go so <laughs> a weigh in so, like right things up, why don't <laughs> exactly. you because exactly. it's not like we this it's is not, not like we don't <laughs> announce their weights every single time they come out as if that's not bellator way. you know they want it they want it to to be mma so badly but it's okay do you so um, i, mean, I week, guess that kind of makes sense like in the context of who they are but who they like, are also mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense in the context of what wrestling aka sports entertainment is but who am i to complain Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this week, uh, I think Raw appropriately, it was ladies night because we opened up with uh, big time Bex. Woo-hoo. Becky came out, cut a scathing promo on Dewdrop. I thought it was a really skate. She was like, Dewdrop, like, uh, <laughs> the only reason why you have this championship opportunity is because I helped you in that triple threat. She then said, champions are uh, not named Dewdrop. That is not, as long as I'm in this wrestling industry. Dewdrop. Dewdrop. Do drop. She called her doo doo. Like, like that's what she said. But even but it's hilarious because like I forgot for a second. I was like, damn, she called her do her name do drop. But she called her yeah doo doo. She did. Becky doo-doo. went in. <laughs> I was she like, really this is, you did not need to go this hard, girl. Um, but do drop came out said she worked. You know, it, she won that triple threat. She's gonna beat Becky. Becky underestimates her, and uh, just off, um, like off 
comment right here, like off huh? what we're talking about. But like uh Dewdrop, aka Piper Nevin, Piper Piper Nevin, whatever. Um, she con- she's been working the the rounds and she said that this match with Becky is actually fifteen years in the making because they're both from like the UK yeah. or whatever. And she she's been wanting to fight Becky since like they started. So Damn. I didn't yeah. realize she's I didn't realize that she's been around that long. Yeah, they've they've been in each other in and out of each other's orbits like the whole their all their wrestling careers until That's Becky wild. came over to America and then that she was out of reach. You know, so, I will also say like the one thing that's always interesting to me about Becky and of course I don't remember this off the top of my head but like didn't she basically take off like am I crazy but like 7 years or something like that? Like Becky had a point where she, she trained did. in wrestling mm-hmm. and then she was a flight attendant and then went mm-hmm. back to wrestling exactly. I maybe for NXT and WWE, who knows. Yeah, um, I think it was. That's so She started I, I I think she she may have started earlier but she yeah. got her I think she got her like a break in Shimmer. She debuted in Shimmer yeah. when she was like yeah. 19. I think as Rebecca Knox, I want to say Rebecca Knox, yeah, and mm-hmm. then yeah, and then she took the time off and all that. It's 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 crazy, and she's still so young too. So I yeah. like, yeah, we got we definitely got to figure out we got to remember what that timeline was for her. But yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. She just kept they they just never got a chance to. So wow. she's really uh, Dewdrop is really excited about that. Dewdrop also talked about her and Bianca's best of three series. Like like I think we said this last week. Um, and but it was just great. But going back to the segment, um, Dewdrop came out, of course, you know, said her, I, I deserve this thing. But then Bianca came out to a very loud cheers. Love that. No, that's, not, that's not what over. it sounded like. It was like, yeah, that, oh, yeah, that's Bianca, not. we love you. Yes, You're the exactly. of all time. EST, EST. <laughs> and Bianca uh, <laughs> uh, declared that she's entering the Rumble and that once she throws all the other 29 women over the rope again, um, that she's going to, you know, she can have the right to finally pick either Becky or, you know, Dewdrop. She did give Dewdrop her, you know, she did the customary like either one of you type of thing. She didn't just completely disregard Dewdrop like Becky did. <laughs> so that's right. great. Yeah. And and um then Liv came out, who's also super over. She, they de- she declared for the rumble, but um uh it was already announced beforehand that it was gonna be Dewdrop and Becky versus Liv and Bianca. And these four women are like carrying raw right now. Like they it really is are. so amazing how good this is. I'm so glad that, you know, we're still getting a lot of Becky and Bianca rightfully. So, mm-hmm. but the way that they've been able to include live and Dewdrop, it's just really good. Like it truly, I, I really like it. It's, it's my favorite storyline on raw personally. And the reason why I want to talk about it. Yeah. And they do such a, like such a good, well, they do have a good job of building the stars and what, like, even of pre- protecting Bianca. They've been yeah. really good at protecting Bianca since she lost that championship. Like, always adding in a, an excuse mm-hmm. to the point where, to me, it just seems like Becky should not be allowed at ringside or like, <laughs> right. she should be banned from the building whenever Bianca has a match, essentially, <laughs> is the thing that I'm learning. I mean, unless she's in it, of course, which is mm-hmm. unavoidable. But even then, you should just watch Becky. But, like, this is good. And, like, Liv is meant to look stronger and, um, yeah. well, and Piper, but Dewdrop is in a really great spot. So they're they're building people, which is nice. Yeah. In this, in this uh, match, Dewdrop uh, Liv took the pin from um, from Dewdrop, 
And then Dewdrop then um, sat on on Becky. <laughs> <laughs> she did her her finisher is like that that the Rikishi that, type yeah, of like that's, drop. Yeah, by the I, way, I will, I will say, yeah, it is. I will say, like I uh, I don't. No, nope, I feel like I, that's like a weird. Um, I don't like it. How do I put this? Like. Yeah, I don't love it. It's so like if you're big, your <laughs> yes. your finishing move is just throwing your weight around. It's like that doesn't have to be it, you know? Like, right. Like they're not gonna say like they're not gonna say Piper do a corner like she does that beautiful corner uh corner like almost like a I there's a name for it, but she like catapults herself or like throws herself flipping into the corner onto the opponent sometimes. Oh, like, like the cannonball? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a cannonball. Yeah, it, yeah. It, probably a cannonball, right? Kind of like, like what Kevin that, Owens does, right? That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it does kind of feel like it's like a almost maybe not passive aggressive, but I'll say passive aggressive <laughs> way of being yeah. like, okay, uh do drop, you know, we don't care about your size, but like, okay, go do the stink face and the booty drop and the oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> booty drop. Just... Is that the thing from um from uh too hot to handle? Yeah, yeah, okay. apparently. So yeah, I, that's that occurred to but me. But this is called the big drop. That the is her finisher is called the big drop. Yeah. Uh but I said all that to say that Liv mm-hmm. is Liv is taking the pins, getting the underdog type of edit here. If we're going, you know, if we, yeah. Sure. Um yeah, Liv, so Liv Liv should have taken obviously should have taken that pin if I mean between Bianca and Liv. It makes sense. Dewdrop, the way that she got the win was so strong because leading up to the pin, she goes in. I think Becky Becky hits the manhandle slam. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And Dewdrop goes to break up the pin and not only splashes onto Liv, but also more importantly, splashes onto Becky. Mm-hmm. Then has to drag her to the corner yeah. in order to tag her herself <laughs> in and then get the win. So this was impressive. And I yeah. I hope that regardless of well, I think we kind of have an idea of what's gonna happen at the Royal Rumble. But you know, regardless of how that goes, I want to see a more dominant dude. <laughs> more dominant i want to see the match like, yeah this yeah. is i want to see the match i, I can't wait i want to see that match too how it's That'll laid out yeah hopefully it's exactly. not a short match either yeah yeah i could see I them agree. doing something short but i would uh, hate that yeah i would hate that but we'll see how they do it we'll we shall see and and we'll we'll come back with our royal rumble uh preview show to talk about you know with all the women um with bianca and Liv. uh declaring where we think they might fall in the in the royal rumble here but it's just it was just good this week for the women uh moving on <laughs> i i figured you would like this clip here uh matt queen zelena and carmella came out to taunt like queen Rhea zelena and yeah from brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> I love her accent. I know you do. Like, I, love I love this. I love that she's like, look, sometimes I'm from New York, but sometimes I'm, I'm from England. I'm she had like an Elmo moment. Gopian. Did you see the clip of like, El- did you hear that clip of Elmo like on the late night show a few weeks ago where it was like the very high pitched Elmo voice and then he, he went, uh, he was talking about food and then he was like, it's like Elmo likes to cook. I use garlic and and something else. And it was like balsamic vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what this like reminded me of. Uh, like just completely breaking 
<laughs> your accent and it's but she does it in such a funny way i like i could not stop laughing because i mean i don't know i don't know if this really made much sense you know uh they're the they're the current mm-hmm. reigning tag team champions i think they they all declared for the rumble all of them are declared for the rumble but they came out to basically say Rhea, we warned you nikki is ages whatever whatever I couldn't pay attention. I was just so busy laughing at Zelina's accent. I love it so much. I don't understand. I don't understand you know it, what? but I love it. Um, I would almost appreciate it more if they didn't have, like, cut out the storyline. We don't need a storyline. I just <laughs> right. want her talking to people, everybody on the roster. Everybody. Like, just, <laughs> just have that weird thing where she just queens on them all. Yeah, but we say all this to say that they came out, they, I guess they kind of got into both of their heads, I don't know, but then Nikki A.S.H., because Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea were supposed to have a match, and Nikki A.S.H. just attacked Rhea again, Brilliant. and I guess this is this is the the heel turn, you guys are right, it's a heel turn. Mm-hmm. I, I it's I a heel really turn. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a heel turn, but like maybe to give you credit a little bit from last week, it was a heel turn, but it was like a. Why were they in the ring again? Like, were they? They were supposed to have a match. Like, they were okay. supposed to have a match, but Nikki Ash attacked Rhea before the match. I think it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. But the yeah. So I I don't know. I thought it was interesting that they could be in the same ring and coexist. And maybe the read, maybe my read on that is that Rhea doesn't want to fight Nikki yet. Now she might want to beat right. her up, but like that's yeah. we'll get there. I but think, like, at, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You, no, but no, I, no, I think no. the most we're getting is this is just setting up for like a moment in the rumble for them, which I'm we're I we're going to talk about throughout. The, well, mm. or should we wait for the preview? It doesn't matter. But mm. I think they're okay. doing a really good job of setting up like moments that I think all of us are going to want to watch during yeah. the rumble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think speaking, that's what they're doing a great job of doing. Speaking of rumble moments completely unrelated to any of these people, I just realized Dana Brooke, I know that she still has the championship. There was like an Omos Reggie match thing. Twenty, You know how it is with the 24-7 championship where they throw out everybody. That's what happened. But yeah, she's still doing her thing as as champion. And uh, unless you have anything else to say on Ray and Nikki. No. Speaking of uh, mm-hmm. legendary blondes, Maurice. Yes. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we got further movement on the Maurice, Miz, Edge, uh, Beth Phoenix um, storyline, which is really funny. Like, Maurice is just yeah. so good. Yeah, they're <laughs> Maurice came out to the ring, did the whole, like, I want to talk to Beth. Uh, one-on-one Miz isn't here like this match can't go on let's just not have this match and it was like it's pure like bad guy false trying to get the sympathy the crowd was not on her side you know Um, and she really went there though because you have to appreciate um, I think maybe her best lines here come after of course Beth comes out with Edge in tow just you know being there like the man candy that he should be, you know, not, not saying much, just letting Beth do the talking, do the hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that I appreciated was like, 
she was talking about how legendary they were and how they paved the way uh, for the current crop of women. And like the way that Beth was like, well, mm, like her face was just like, mm, well, it's mm, no, it wasn't the two of us who paved the way exactly. Oh. Like it was a little bit more than that. I appreciated that that <laughs> that there was that because Maurice was trying. She was rewriting the women's uh, the women's evolution. I mean, okay. Like I said, I was not there for the diva era. I was not I, there for the diva era. I was there, I, but from what I understood, Maurice was was one of the ones that could go, but just didn't have the time. She was, she was, but she wants, she wants all the credit. She wants it all. She oh, wants you felt like, she wanted all of the credit. She wanted all. She okay. wants. She still wants it. I don't know. Yeah, I you saw made, her hair flip. She said, she said that you know we got through. You remember the two minute matches? We used to only have two minute matches. I think it's yeah. fair. Like I don't know. Like again, I like I said, I I didn't live through the Divas era, so I didn't see how like bad the wrestling was. If it, you know, if it was, but um, like it just. It could have been a lot. I'm, worse. I think I'm done. I think I'm done blaming the performers for that era. No, you know what I'm saying? It was like, not a performer. Oh, it was definitely not the performers, and that's right. the sad part. But damn, like, like uh, all that smoke is going towards WWE and John Laurinaitis. But me. here's what I'll say: like uh, Beth Phoenix is up here for me in of terms course. of like her Royal Rumble, legendary, instant Hall of Famer. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's and then there's Maurice, who's also great, but she's not Beth Phoenix. I get that, but I, I also don't think she's like you know. No, she's talented as hell. Like, yeah, okay. Let me be clear. All right. Yes. Yeah, but all of this culminated in um, Beth getting into the ring. Beth basically said, "I'm not giving up this match because it's the first time me and Edge will get the team together." You know, which is which is cute. It's all cute. It's you know. Um, why husband and wife violence on husband and wife violence? I don't know, but yeah. like, uh, <laughs> disclaimer: don't do that. <laughs> I said husband and wife violence on husband. And oh, wife violence. okay, don't yeah. Don't also, me. don't do that. <laughs> we don't encourage that. But I just, I'm just saying, it's a difference. But the uh, couple that fights together stays together. Sure, yeah. I didn't know where sure. I was going with that. <laughs> um. But Beth gets in the ring. Miz pops out of nowhere um, to hit Edge. It distracts Beth long enough for Maurice to hit Beth in the back of the head with her purse. And then to reveal that the purse had a fat old brick in it. <laughs> Do you ever carry a brick around in, in your... No, I only bag. have hot sauce in my bag. Ah. Not <laughs> so, But that would also do damage. Yeah, Actually, like what other objects could have been good for Maurice to have in there? Like a nice mm-hmm. heavy bottle of hot sauce could have done it. Could have done it like crystals, like a big old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just pull that out. And honestly, weren't they in? I I don't. Where were they for? Who even cares where they were for? Uh, I know they were in Nashville somewhere Nashville, this week. Somewhere, so yeah. maybe hot sauce is more of a thing there. Yeah. Um. But hey, I like this. Thought. Let us know, people, if you uh, if you yeah. think we should have had other objects, uh, other objects, yeah. other than a brick, because that's really heavy and inconvenient, and yep. takes up a lot of space where you could put other stuff. But they got they got away with one, and um, as Ms. and Maurice were celebrating that fact, they uh, Ms. announced that he's going to throw a celebration for Maurice, a birthday celebration. Yeah. So. That's what we have to look forward to next week. So that's I will very exciting. Say, I will mm-hmm. say the I mean, okay, this is the 
uh, the annoying wrestling fan in me, but uh, Maurice's birthday was like a few days ago. So, oh, I, I saw it, it on, a few I saw months on Instagram. Ago. I saw it on Instagram. So they're like, oh, your birthday's next week. Like, no, it's not. It's not. It's this week. Again, at least it's not May 2nd, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's close, you know. Close it's at enough. least closer than that. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that that was raw. Like honestly, like I said, there there was there wasn't much really going on for raw for me personally. Um, yeah, and I mean that's the notable thing though. Like these are the top feuds we're getting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, especially between the Maurice Beth with the obviously with edge and the Miz, and then the the main women's championship feud what i will say though that i appreciated about this last segment is that we didn't i don't think we heard a single word from the Miz or from edge yeah which is pretty unique and i i i don't know i just appreciate that like when do you ever have like the women doing a promo battle with like edge just like um that was like, really nice i like that i feel like, like that you said, they're that the candy this it. yeah they are the candy this week yeah yeah, yeah so uh heading on over to nxt the dusty cup tournament has started but they i think they only they only did the men's matches this week uh so we got josh briggs and Brooks Jensen, aka Briggs and Jensen versus the Creed brothers which some of these matchups i was really I was really like, oh, wow. Like, I thought Briggs and Jensen were going to go at least survive the first round, but they came up against the Creed Brothers, who, of course, I love from Diamond Mind. And the Creed Brothers, you know, won, put them in their place. Yeah. I mean, nothing really notable from that match other than the Creed Brothers winning. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Did you think you thought that Briggs and Jensen would beat them? No, I just didn't think they would be paired up like that yeah I because see. i yeah because i think the creed brothers are going to go very very far so i was actually pretty surprised that that was the first round itself you know yeah um, and i also just think like you know what briggs and jensen i don't know about that i mean okay they're just still me. green yeah. yeah but it's also like green. my northerner i have like northerner oh god <laughs> the I'm trauma like, yeah i'm getting like a little bit of like uh, ben, a little bit of like bendry bergen vibes as i yeah. was this um but no i mean you know what nice match uh and mm-hmm. i like i feel like um the creed brothers are getting better in real time because i remember the first match that i saw them in a few months back not, oh, you didn't like? Sloppy. They were a lot. Slo- they were sloppier. They were mm. sloppier. They're getting better, little by little. Mm. I, yeah, I've always, I, I've always liked that. They, you could tell they have an amateur background. So exactly, um, they, yeah. they really do lean into that. But uh, you know, this, I like, we're able to see them as these powerhouses now, and mm-hmm. it just looks, they look cleaner. And then I love the fact that Malcolm Bivens is right there, just like that little little man uh-huh. right the little twerp right there with them <laughs> the uh, yeah yeah i do i like i like them but afterwards it, and this reminded me like how briggs and jensen are just so green they were in the locker room like kind of sad and then casey Catanarizaro and Caden carter came in to console them what was Ooh. going on this was some bad acting yo this it was not bad only bad acting, acting but it was also like awkward they didn't coordinate on like their outfits because 
Lacey looked like she was going to a cocktail party, <laughs> but then, but like maybe at like a nice club. Um, and then Casey looked like, she, I don't know, maybe she thought it was Halloween or something. I don't know, that was like, something. right. It was, uh, she had, it she was, like a, a I, yeah. I mean, shirt thing. Like maybe dress. last week we talked about, maybe we talked about this a little bit, but like the gimmick is so strange. Weird. And then to me, yeah. the thing that's bizarre is like Lacey comes in there. Kaden. She's like, oh, let's go. No, oh, Kaden. I, yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah. We talked about this last week. I, yes, I my, don't know why. My, my notes literally, oh, they would be so much better as Lacey, Lacey and Casey. Casey. Yeah. Damn, that's literally what my notes say. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. But uh, Kaden comes in and she's like, hey, do you want to, let's go have some drinks tonight. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be wrestlers and wrestling <laughs> and doing I, and training? The only re- the only reason this should ever like uh really be a thing, like why I should even be getting this video package is if next week when Casey and Caden are supposed to wrestle for their Dusty Cup thing, they're like still like hungover or, or tired from the night before and lose their ass. Like that's the only way I care about this. Like I don't even understand imagine? why we're getting this. That Can you imagine if they're like, hungover from the week a before? Week. I know. <laughs> Wait, that would <laughs> Just like, say we continue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, there's a, wow. Yeah. You just opened up my mind to a lot right there because I could see a world where they actually, maybe they have a gimmick that's like they're hungover. So their wrestling's a little bit sloppier. Oh, Jesus. Maybe they're no. actually drunk in the ring, <laughs> like a Sandman type of deal, but not actually drunk. That's funny. I don't I think mean, I don't know if they want to like uh, do a six portray that. Do like a six Casey doing her like six thirty splash or however many rotations that is. Like yeah, but can we just we gotta move on because that did not need this, this was much. Not warranted, but, but the, the I just star want to pay attention of this of the video of this, video of package. Video? Okay, yeah. we're gonna talk about it. It was Wendy Chu. I mean, it was, it okay. was clearly Wendy Chu. So I have like one problem with this because I'm obviously a Wendy Chu fan. This has been established. <laughs> uh, not entirely sure what the gimmick is, but she's sleepy. Sleepy baby, maybe. I'm not sure. It's not sleepy baby. It's just kind of like. I'm getting sleepy baby. It's me. It's I, I'm always in a onesie. I'm in my house. I'm in a onesie. I'm in people's tea. It's like she's just in people's tea. Okay. She's like, I'm just, wa- I'm just watching. Okay, but why was she on top of the locker? <laughs> okay, that was weird. That okay, was, that let was me give you weird. the thing that's actually weird to me about it. <laughs> a week ago, a week ago, a month ago, I was podcasting on post-show recaps about an episode of the show Community. Mm-hmm. And the like, season two who cares what episode but anyway like at the very start of the episode they were you know the the gang's having a conversation and then it cuts over and on the top of a bookshelf was um was ken jong's character chang Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i was like huh do you this is i don't know if like someone saw that and was inspired to like put Mm. wendy Chu on top of a locker but let me know, people. I, I have so many questions for the people who are listening. Like, if this is a thing, if there are lots of betrayals of people on top of lockers or bookshelves that yeah. I missed, let me know. But I, I'm, I, know yeah. I was like, huh, interesting. I don't know what this is supposed to mean, but uh, yeah, I don't, very, I don't, weird. Very weird. weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Weird. 
We also got Malik Blade and Idris Anafe oh, versus name yet? the BBC. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, unfortunately, until they have a tag team name, that's what Twitter's calling them. Twitter, Twitter's calling them BBC, and most of everybody is like rooting against them. Honestly, just for the it's kind of smart though that they <laughs> did that they tweeted that because we wouldn't be talking about we wouldn't have talked about them last week if not for that. So very no true. BBCs, but they like. <laughs> But they beat Legato del Fantasma here. So, like. Which was unexpected for us because we didn't even expect them to win last week against whoever they beat. Uh, Oh, because they they beat. What's his face? The the, the Joe Gacy and his friend Harland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're on a roll. I mean, I wonder if I. But see, it's the type of thing where I hope that they keep going on this roll. Do we have a bracket of the Dusty Cup? finals um <laughs> do we dusty- have a bracket does oh. wwe have a bracket of the dusty cup mari That's a great question probably not yeah th- i mean th- it's we'll feeling like it's a cinderella like one of the like a cinderella bracket story that they're trying to like you know get here like maybe they'll just run into a brick wa- wall so where it does lie a brick waller a brick sorry wall. that was <laughs> nice <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. If there, I'm sure there's an official graphic somewhere. I know that they've shown graphics, but I could tell you, um, it I looks like the teams. So the bracket, from what I'm seeing, at least on um, F4W online, is MSK versus Jacket Time, which is Kushida oh, and Kimanjiro, right? Lado del Fantasma versus yeah. Malik Blade and. Idris and Nofe, uh, yeah. the Creed brothers and Josh Briggs versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. So we saw that. And then, uh, so I guess we're getting the MSK jacket time match next week. And I guess we're also getting grizzled young veterans versus Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward. So oh, huh. this is interesting. This yeah. is interesting. So we already have Blade and Inofe, uh advancing. They- we have the Creed brothers advancing. Yeah, and they did say uh, they did say that they didn't care who they wanted between Jack of Time and MSK. So, so what do you think? <sighs> like, what do I think? The MSK they won last year, so I don't. I, I'd be very surprised if they go out in the first round. Yeah. So Jack of Time goes out in the first round here. And there we go. By the way, there we have is. the bracket up here on the not the updated bracket, but just the original bracket up on YouTube. If you want to check that out um yeah what what direction do they go in i mean we have to assume that msk will win the first round here and then maybe maybe. but also could be chase and hayward chase and hayward versus the creed brothers i'm gonna assume that the creed brothers will win there well they already Oh, but to go oh, to the versus, finals. Or I the, think the Creed yeah. brothers are penciled into the finals at this. I point. would assume, especially with the Diamond Mind gimmick behind them. Yeah, but I would think yeah. they. I would honestly think they would win. To be quite honest, I, so I maybe maybe looking we'll at this see, bracket. Yeah, maybe we'll see them versus MSK. That would make yeah sense. In the final. I mean, MSK doesn't need to win again. That's no. the thing. But it, yeah, they don't. But if the Creed brothers beat msk that legitimizes them totally this run totally and so that's why maybe that's what we'll see that yeah i mean maybe that's our prediction msk versus creed brothers creed brothers winning but we'll see we'll see when does this even end that's a great question 
it probably ends like next week anyway. <laughs> they do these tournaments so like yeah. So they don't lay the them out really well. Yeah. Here. Um mm-hmm. so we also got uh Tony D'Angelo threw a memorial service for Pete Dunn. Um <laughs> Matt, um, you want to walk right. us through this? Yeah. So basically look this was uh this was very dramatic and we saw tony d'angelo come out i actually was expecting this to go a different direction so i was actually expecting there to be more pete dunn um spoiler alert pete dunn was not actually in this this segment but um you know so we had tony d'angelo in the ring with this closed casket Mm -hmm. and he had the picture of pete dunn up in the (laughs) corner uh, tripped in flowers and basically he was just talking trash about putting Pete Dunn to rest how badly he mutilated him with the crowbar last week which was again very strange uh, strange match one or two weeks ago whenever that happened it happened and you know he is talking about how he wants to to add gold around his waist so it immediately went from like ooh this is a thing with Pete Dunn to Pete Dunn being out of the picture, which was kind of uh, jarring to me. Yeah. But then we saw um, Carmelo and Trick come out and they were standing on like an upper platform overlooking the ring and basically responding, which is when Cameron Grimes came out and we we've seen Cameron Grimes and um, and Carmelo and Trick kind of uh, butting heads a little bit. But what this ultimately led to was essentially Tony D'Angelo and Cameron Grimes like jockeying for positioning um, for Carmelo's title. So it looks like we're going to get that number one contenders match um, for the North American title between Tony and Cameron Grimes. So yeah, coming up and this segment ended with, um, with Grimes smashing the photo over the (laughs) photo of Pete Dunn, which is strange over Tony D'Angelo's head. So Mm -hmm. all right. Done. R.I.P. Well, apparently Pete Dunn. I think they they were saying like Pete Dunn and Tommaso Ciampa may have been doing like some main event stuff or or dark shows for SmackDown. I don't know, um, but I'd be very surprised if we don't see Pete Dunn and Ciampa in the Rumble. I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't even be honestly. I wouldn't be that surprised because that's what I just said. Oh no, I I, I, I would be I would be surprised is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. I, like, because, uh, I think what I was trying to say is I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't included okay. because the like it all depends how much WWE wants to invest in the future and in their talent. And it yeah. doesn't seem like they have an intention to it really invest in people like Pete Dunn and Champa, but Champa's so well liked too. So we'll kind of see, but I'm this is like one of the things that I'll take note of to kind of keep tabs on. Like what, what do they actually do with these people? Right. And I think this is, I think this is great. I mean, these are three people like I'm rooting for like Carmelo, Tony D and Cameron Grimes. I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) We can only hope because the crowd is chanting triple threat, which of course that's what we're all thinking. We only hope Carmelo and Trick do like the stupid thing where the heels always, uh, when there's a number one contenders match, yeah, <laughs> they cause a DQ and it's like, well, nobody won, so nobody can face me. <laughs> and then it's always, uh, no, now both of them are gonna face you. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, I don't know. We, we, 
I mean, gotta love Cameron Grimes and the to the moon. Yep. I can't even do it justice, but mm-hmm. like, gotta love that. Gotta love Tony. So, mm-hmm. and then got, obviously we love Mellow and Trick. Uh, but I'm, I don't know. To me, this just kind of, I, I'm kind of hoping that this is just like a bump in the road for Carmelo. And of course. For, for yeah. Trick. And Carmelo's backing it up. You know, they're saying he's calling himself the A champion and he's, he's looking like it. He's he is like a it. champion. That is true. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, we, I don't know. I actually, it's kind of funny because as I like even look at like these, these pictures, like, I like them all. I like them all so mm-hmm. much. I, I feel like Tony D'Angelo is weird because we were, it was, he really had like a face gimmick to start and was definitely getting over. It, and then now he's more of a heel. Which makes sense because like Cameron Grimes is a perpetual face at this point. Yeah, um, but like, Mello is technically a heel. I think it's just very ambiguous. I think they they do a good job of keeping this mostly ambiguous to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as ambiguous as you can be as somebody who like threatened and beat up a producer and put him in the trunk of his car. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? What's that? I, think I don't even know. Good. I hope how's his family doing (laughs) probably not great (laughs) say hi to your family say hi I don't like it I don't like it it makes me uncomfortable I don't want that to happen to us Mari we should stop talking about him yeah so I don't know I'm just I'm excited I'm excited that we're getting this type Type of movement in the in the quote unquote mid card division for the NX the NXT mid card title. You know, as we talk about this, like I I have a question for you. How do you feel about Tony? Well, yeah. How do you feel about Tony D'Angelo? Like beyond the character, about his his in ring work? Because I I know I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. Mm-hmm. I just, he's so much more exciting when he has the mic in hand, when he's doing the entrance, then mm-hmm. he kind of takes off everything and, you know, puts the chain aside, takes off the hat, and then he's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's such a disconnect between him as the wrestler and him as the character. Why do you say that? I mean, for me, I, I just think he does, it. it's it's not fancy. Like the way he wrestles is just not fancy. It just, it's a, a it yeah. feels like a straight up brawler style, which mm-hmm. for me would make sense to the character. Like I'm not expecting him to do flips. I'm not even expecting him to do kicks really, he's, to be quite he's honest. He's a little bit technical in the ring. Yes. Like, yes, it's a, like, it's a like technical maybe, brawler yeah. style. Yeah. I like it. We like yeah. it. We love it. And we, we love Very, a motivated, a motivated Tony. Very like Seamus esque in a sense almost. Ooh. Yeah. Makes me think. Yeah. So I I, I don't mind it. And I and I think he still has room to grow. Like I said, I think it was very smart the way that they did the Pete Dunn match because literally he just popped him in the head with the crowbar. (laughs) That's how you save it all. That's this is like maybe my one thing with him is I would love to see more like character work, not like a Santino level, but like in the actual matches. That could be fun. Okay, I I, I can see that. Not, he's not trying to be that fun anymore, apparently. So. I think that's the. I think, and now now that you say that, I think I I get what you mean because when he, I think it was because when he was fighting the jobbers on his buildup, he was doing a lot more talking and like, hey, and you know, he was he was doing a lot hey. more taunting and stuff. But now that he's moved up to actually 
you know, now he's actually fighting the mid card guys, the upper mid card guys. I see what you're saying. I think he has gotten a little tougher and maybe it's losing the character. Look, he's, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see what he, what he has going on next, but it should be interesting. I liked, uh, this is the thing I like about NXT 2.0. Everyone's kind of developing and evolving sometimes for the better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's strange. Yeah. Questionable. So then uh, the NXT women's division, I, I'm kind of surprised we didn't get any like of the women's um, Dusty match, but uh, Dusty Cup final matches or whatever, but it's whatever. I think we uh, talked about this a little though that uh, maybe I'm just making this up, but I think the women's final or the timing of the women's uh, Dusty Cup is like a little bit behind when the men's is happening. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. And I guess they don't. No, no, I think you're right. And I guess they don't have like a takeover or anything until I guess their next like real big takeover is WrestleMania weekend, right? I'll go with that. I think so. I guess, you know, they are doing like the sometimes like the weekly um, like special episodes and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, they. I guess they have a lot of ways they could kind of unroll it. But mm-hmm. speaking of the NXT women's division, mm-hmm. we got a video package featuring mm-hmm. the one, the only, Saray. Yep. <laughs> How did you feel about this? I so I I couldn't like I said I couldn't watch NXT. Um, I couldn't watch NXT in real time because we were busy, and um. I just saw all of the comments. Yeah. Online. It was just like, yeah. oh, there's just all these comments just flying. Like people like this video package really got people like fired up. And I was expecting something different than I saw, to be quite honest. So when I finally watched it, I was like, what? Like what what is everybody mm-hmm. mad about? I'm so confused. Like I like uh, from what I understand, it like half the people were like, "Oh, it's so stereotypical." Like she, oh, it's, now she's dressed like a schoolgirl, and then oh, she she has a pendant. Like it, so to lay the groundwork in this video package, Saray talks about how she lost her way in NXT because she was losing a lot, and then she went back to Japan. And as she was like finding herself in Japan, she found her grandmother's like pendant. It's this really nice sun pendant with like a big like glowy gem in it and then she's like now with the like someone like the power of the sun she remembered who she was and now she's coming back to america to show us and i i don't know a lot of people i i heard the gamut of it's stereotypical like i heard oh it's like sailor moon like Uh are y'all mad it's gonna be like sailor moon and then the other thing i i saw where people were saying like it was sexual and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) when i watched that package i was like some of y'all are telling on yourselves because <laughs> want a thing sexual in this. So yep. Yep. What, are, what is you talking about? Yeah. Here? This is like the weird, the weird thing about it is that that was like, that was the, the main response I was hearing. You saw? Okay. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, and I didn't see, I didn't see like a ton of uh, takes in my timeline or anything like that, but just like when I saw the, uh, general uproar around this it was mm-hmm. kind of that kind of reaction i mean and to me the bigger it's so wrestling fans are so 
like wild Mari, isn't it? Funny? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we're all so different because yeah, truly, I can, I, I truly, I, I, I get. I get what they're saying, except it's not sexual at all. I think that what they're getting is like this fetish, fetishization of yeah. um, Asian women, which is obviously a huge thing we've gotten in our culture, especially when you like add in the pigtails and everything else. Yeah. And, you know, it could feel uncomfortable. And I get where people are saying it's sexual, but like there's nothing sexual about a woman. Uh, one being Asian, two wearing pigtails, and I think right. both those things are things that m- men will <laughs> like. Very, oh, that's sexual. Uh, yeah, it's feeling very projectiony. It does. <laughs> I know. Now I want to go through Twitter. I'm like, what do different people say about this? <laughs> because it, it's kind of funny. I hope that I mean, maybe they figured it out later and are deleting their tweets. But I will say the one thing that um, that was well two maybe a couple things that are strange to me about this one it felt a lot like sailor moon big time mm-hmm. sailor moon vibes but even more which isn't a problem um mm-hmm. but you know even more like i was saying at the top of the show why does it always have to be something that's tied to their history or their culture or mythical things or some mm-hmm. grandma's necklace which this is not that's not her grandma's necklace yeah. right. i know that for a fact okay. i don't know i don't i don't but i don't yeah i don't like that we have to always like ooh, okay you're you're like you're from japan let's dive into that history you're from china let's dive into that history and make that your character like mm-hmm. let's get a little more creative i thought she could be a nerd here she could just be a nerd a normal nerd like mm-hmm. not someone who has to reference not that there's anything wrong with referencing your culture obviously that's amazing but like wwe has clearly shown a pattern of this it makes sense yeah yeah it's it's a lot representation it is, matters it's hard yeah it matters and it's hard and it's hard especially for writers who i'm, I'm guarantee like there's not many asian writers in the back there that's so. that's the part that does make it uh strange and i <laughs> and i think we were saying this about we were on the my weekly meltdown podcast earlier this week talking about the real world homecoming mm-hmm. la and one thing that that kind of came up in our conversation is just i wish it was i wish they had the writers like names pictures like front and center Mm. or at least at the in the end credits every show because Mm -hmm. i'm always so fascinated who's writing this i I almost don't want to know and i i think it's just harder i think it's just harder for them to um like not uh not factor in somebody's heritage when they totally. don't completely speak English. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because because she's still working on her English. I'm a. I'm going to assume because she. I think she did it a little bit in here, right? Is she yeah. speaking? She was. Go, she was going back and forth between speaking Japanese and English, right? Like she's she's speaking Japanese, then she went to English at the end or something like that, right? But and I know this is something you you totally agree on, but just stating it, it's like, well, we could be at. Why why can't we be at a place where we have a complex character who doesn't speak? English, but who also, or who doesn't speak English often, um, mm-hmm. but who also doesn't have a gimmick that's like related to their culture. Like, culture. I would love to no, see I a agree. character that's, oh, I know you do. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm just I, saying, I think, I think that's, the, that's, the, they don't that's that. my frustration, but mm-hmm. it's also hilarious because, like, 
that's not most of what the response was in in this like most people are not offended by this i will say though it's kind of funny because this is almost our like one year anniversary of talking about Zia Lee and Boa Mm -hmm. and everything that was happening there. And is it questionable? Is it not? And so I almost feel like it's like Groundhog's Day because we're having that Mm -hmm. conversation, maybe kind of having that conversation again. I guess we'll see where it goes. Um, Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like, I guess we'll see where it where it goes. But it's it's so weird. Like, it's, it's weird because like now, like the when we talk about the Zaylee and the Boa thing, I didn't find it questionable for them to because they were specifically they're 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 ringing the bells as like NXT's first like ch- actual Chinese wrestlers. Totally. Now I'm definitely questioning the Mei Ying of it all and the T and Shaw. Now that um, Karen Q is pulling off a character, Wendy Chu. Who yeah. her character doesn't have anything to do with her culture, to to my knowledge right now. I'm still trying to figure it out, but it still doesn't feel like it's tied to no. You like, no, I'm just I'm just laughing because I'm like I really hope that it's not like some like horrible. Stereotype. We're hoping, yes. <laughs> right now we're hoping that it is it. not tied. I don't see it. Like sleeping um, baby. Yeah, and, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and so and she, you know, baby. like I said, and she she's she is speaks perfect English so it now that's kind of like giving I'm side-eyeing that a little bit more now um from that perspective but you're right I I completely think you're right but I also am just wondering if this is what the performer is comfortable with because you know that's always the question right because if because Saray from what I understand comes from a Joshi background and so you know most Joshi backgrounds do have that type of like the little skirt and the you know and the very very anime um inspired styles you know what i'm saying yeah yeah right but I mean, then get, but i'll say this like maybe there's a comfort there but i still would just like wwe to like push a little push the bit boundaries further. yeah yeah like yeah. they put people in gimmicks that they're not comfortable with all the time so mm, maybe we true. could do that in like a different direction that's like okay you're gonna be a teacher and uh you know she could be a teacher actually right and that's another thing I at this point like i'm just like this is all we got that we don't know anything other than this so but we're I'm just trying... like flagging it now almost and we'll there come back is. to it later right right exactly One of these days. Right, because like it's just, I I honestly cannot uh, hate before I can even I even know what's going on. Totally, totally. But you know, it's kind of like what we did with the again back to the Zayli thing. It's like let's watch this. It doesn't seem offensive yet, but you know, we will see. (laughs) Well, we will see. But I hope I'm. I have faith that it'll be okay. Yeah, like I'm like sitting here like looking up pictures from her from her Joshi days and it doesn't like it looks like they were presenting her in the same package before mm. they made this this switch. Interesting. Um, yeah, like um So, I don't know. I'm I'm I think at the very least, at the very least I can say I didn't think this video package was offensive to me. I don't think me, so. Especially I- not in the ways that people were saying no no yeah no that that yes you said it all perfectly already mm-hmm. but yeah lots of you know, 
Look at yourself. Look in the mirror. We are going to take a quick break and we will be back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So let's just talk a little bit about uh, AW. Uh, I I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but John Moxley returned. Yes. Um, yeah, he returned on AEW within like a very impassioned promo. A stupid heckler. <laughs> Apparently, there's a heckler there like all night that was being very annoying. I think they got him out the paint during the John Moxley promo. I don't um, even know what he what said. I, yeah, I don't remember. Said? I remember hearing it. It doesn't matter what was said. I don't think it was matter. anything notable or even horrible. It was just loud and someone yelling as he was starting his promo. And Mox basically said, "Get get him out of here." So I didn't hear anything from that person after the fact. After I don't know that, if he yeah. out at that point. I mm-hmm. assume that's what I thought happened. But yeah, it was good to see him back, especially because we know just a few months back he. As um as his wife Renee Renee Paquette uh, shared, he mm. checked into rehab exactly. for um, drinking and issues with that, and so it's good to hear that he's in a better place and to understand that he's in a better place than he was when he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it. I just they were in D.C. They were here in D.C. for this too. So like, very annoying. That it was being <laughs> dumb like that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know people in DC were dumb. Well, yeah. I, I guess I didn't know that. Throw us under the bus, drag us. Yeah, we deserve it. But no, that's yeah. You know what? You get that anywhere and everywhere. And you do. Uh, it's probably someone like in the crowd yelling some like political joke or something like. I can't even think of anything, but just imagine the, just like a Nancy Pelosi and like you know, <laughs> that's what we do in DC, drag us. Well, that was funny. We're in um, the weeds. We are. We're in the weeds. But the biggest thing was also on Rampage, like John Moxley, like uh, had kind of like a little stare down with Brian Danielson. So um, people are obsessed with that. They want to see a Brian Danielson Moxley feud. Mm-hmm. Uh the last time that we got a feud between them was Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose in 2013. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's the it seemed like that was the last time we got like an, an actual feud with them. Um so that's exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's uh, I guess that maybe the part that's most exciting is to see what that match, what those matches that they have actually look like. 
mm-hmm. in 2022 in like AEW because mm-hmm. it's not the WWE style. They'll probably be given as much time as they want. They'll probably be able to get really creative. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, yeah, Brian Danielson and John, I want to call him Johnny Moxley. Used to be Johnny Moxley, I think, back in mm. the day. I think. Yeah. So look at that. that. I remember actually like back, back in the day. um, Remember when, do you remember when Daniel, well, yeah, he was Daniel Bryan at the time. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan was fired for that NXT choking, uh, the Nexus choking incident with Justin Roberts? Yeah. Well, he was fired and that, but I don't, I don't know how much of a shoot that is, but he was fired and then he was working indies. And I remember there was a show I went to where it was, there were, I actually didn't end up, I went, like, I was basically a kid. I was a teenager. I went with my dad and it was, there was one match, John Moxley versus, um, versus Brody Lee in, I think the opener, which was Mm. before they were in WWE, of course. And then the main event was, uh, Brian Danielson, but that I had to leave. The building was too hot and too many sweaty people at the end. I had to go. I had to go. That's pretty cool. I mean, it would have been cool to stay for the match, but uh, it's uh, that was uh, part of Evolve, and I'm sure it's on DVD and probably on YouTube or something if anyone checks that out. But all to say, like, these guys have come so far, even in 10 years, 12 years, 13 years, 14 years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm kind of hyped to see it. Especially yeah, if they haven't really fought like that in t- almost a decade. Mm-hmm. It's 2013, like you were saying. Yeah. Um. Over on SmackDown. Woo woo. SmackDown. SmackDown. Roman and Seth. They extended their feud. This was like okay. Like we just got Roman a Roman package about how he he hit he hit like the longest reigning Universal Champion of all time now. Like he's over 504 days or something like that. So they just did a video package about that. And then Rollins came out, um, and basically, I'm I'm still on on Monday night. Kevin Kevin Owens had Seth on his on the KO show and all that, but it's just kind of like, when did Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins become best friend? When when just wasn't it just like a few weeks ago? Uh, Seth Rollins is saying Kevin Owens is like the worst person in the world or something like that, and now now mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is is um teaming with Seth Rollins versus the Usos in order that that if they win, Seth keeps his his, you know, title, his chance at the title, and the Usos are like banned at ringside. I'm like, why why does Kevin Owens care? Like why did he walk out? They're besties now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Best- but- I mean it is weird. Maybe I don't know. It's just also weird because I guess this past Monday in hearing Kevin Owens talk about it, I'm thinking what happened to your friendship with with uh, your boy Chris Jericho? Weren't you besties? Right. Weren't you basically team bestie? And you just yeah. throw him out. You throw him out like that. And I get it. Chris Jericho's trash. Throw him out. But you know, don't don't you don't have to do all this with Rollins. That was the whole crux of like their original argument. Is like how KO is like a bad friend and how he he's a bad friend. All of his friends. Sammy. <laughs> so it's like Sammy Zayn. He and also that's got what I was, out. And that's what I was hoping this is like leading to is like he because KO kept saying my best friend like this is my friend like it's overemphasizing it just so that he'll turn on him maybe he'll cost exactly. him the match at at the Royal Rumble or something like that but it's, they better they better prove their friendship is all I care mm-hmm. about 
because otherwise it's just like what what's the payoff hopefully they're this last and they're together they do have a ton of chemistry together which yeah. Is nice. So yeah, and they were able to beat the Usos. And uh, just again, a quick reminder that all of the clips that we are talking about can be found in our highlights playlist in your show notes or the mm-hmm. show description, either on the podcast form or the video form. Yep. But yeah, so that was just again fluffer. It was just all fluff, you know, real real fluff there. Um, but I do, I, I, it's sad that this Roman and Seth feud is such a short feud. Still, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they. It, it's a placeholder feud. It could it could be more, but it's not too bad. I, I'm I'm looking forward to them fighting. You know, I mean, I and I guess we don't know anything, but uh, how much of it was planned is still right. kind of confusing because exactly. of the switches that we had at day one with Brock beating really beating E for the championship and taking that instead right. of maybe beating Roman mm-hmm. or not. Uh, I don't know. It's also kind of bizarre and it makes my head hurt to try to think about what path they were on before because before this, yeah. a lot has cha- a lot changed obviously yeah a lot shifted yeah. definitely definitely so we got this interesting segment here so uh, so natty is still mad that Aaliyah beat her in record time last week right stay mad natty yeah so we get another match that wasn't even the exciting part to me i'm not gonna lie i didn't really care about the natalia Aliyah match the funny thing to me was summer ray was in the audience. <laughs> no, don't yes sorry summer ray was in the audience and like so so they so natty came out they like introduced natty and then i think they went to a commercial break or something like that and then they came back and they're like oh they introduced summer ray is in the audience and so of course you no, know no, no. you what? know you know mari what they didn't just say Summer Rae was in the audience. They said WWE legend Summer oh, yes, Rae. They, is oh, here. right, 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 right. Please right. stand. I, please bow. Please. I forgot stand. people were upset about that. People were, so uh, yeah, and stay mad. Honestly, yeah, people were stay really about stay that, mad. So. Exactly, and you know, and great WWE legend Summer Rae was here, which also probably means that also just kind of means she's on a legends. Uh, contract, which just normally means like a part time. Oh, I mean, we don't know her. Yeah. We're not in her. I mean, I'm not, I, she's also a legend, but I'm just saying that's normally what that also means too. It's like a um, screenshot. It's her. a different type of. Um, it's a different type of contract, and then her yes. her photo isn't on the active roster on the website. It's like on the legend side. So oh yeah yeah yeah. But yes, they introduced her. Uh, everybody stood up and clapped, and of course, Nat- Natty. <laughs> Natty, if you've been following her and Natty's <laughs> feud on Twitter since the um, mm-hmm. Summer Rae's uh, <laughs> uh, announcement of being at the Rumble, it's been so hilarious. So Natty told her to kiss her ass, like while she was in the audience. That was I was like, this is the funniest part to me. And then Man, I, I'm uh, not to interrupt you, but like yeah. you just referenced their Twitter feud Which up until so this hilarious. point too. It is look, I, I I know that somebody out there has definitely called Natty nasty Natty, but <laughs> the places where this feud on Twitter has gone are just like they are not PG. As mm-hmm. I will say, look at Summer Rae's tweets, look at Natty's tweets. They're going far. They're really they're really working on building up this feud before the Rumble, aren't they? 
Yeah, which again is another one of the, re- the reasons why, like, I can't wait till the Rumble. They yeah. have to structure it so that they're in this the match at the same time together. Like, if yeah. you do all this and they one of them gets knocked out before the other one comes out, I'm gonna be pissed. You know what I'm saying? Imagine. So, yeah, I can. Well, I mean, um, what I could imagine is Summer. Ooh, okay, uh, fantasy booking, but like Summer Ray, let's say she gets eliminated by Natty, Aaliyah. Our friend Aaliyah, the record mm-hmm. setter breaker. Whatever, new, I don't know how that works. Summer. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe she eliminates Natty or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are so many mini stories in here. I, I love it. And and we're gonna go in depth on all of them in our preview podcast. Whoa. But like <laughs> But yeah, and so then on top of that, so Natty accidentally DQs herself, but then continues to beat up on Aaliyah. And as Ali comes out, you know, as a protector mm-hmm. and all of that. And then she scares Natty off. It's really cool. It's really cool. It's really funny. Zia Lee and Aaliyah end up leaving the ring together. I think yeah. they got a digital exclusive together as well. People are like, oh, is, that, is it going to be a tag team? I don't know. I, I would hope not since they, they put a lot into the Zia Lee character, giving her a comic yeah. book, giving her all these nice Lightning. Cool graphics. Yeah. On fire. She's like static. Yeah. She really looks like a, like a, a, a a cartoon character, a comic book character, yeah. you know? So it was really interesting. So again, four women in a storyline going into the rumble. It's just always it's just good. Like this is good, good setup. So But you know who who's great? Natty. Because <laughs> she just she is so underappreciated and that she will is. always yeah. That will always kind of irk me how how much people hate on her or don't like her. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I've never been like the biggest total divas watcher just to mention that, I but like she's fan. hilarious there. I feel like she's probably mm-hmm. the highlight underrated highlight of that, that show anytime I watched it. So shout out to shout out to Natty. Uh, thanks for being a loyal listener, Natty Neidhart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is perfect place for Aaliyah because Aaliyah getting reps with Natty, even if they're very short ones, this, that's only going to make her, her better. Like th- oh this God. is the perfect spot. Aaliyah's already like a five star competitor. She's been in, I mean, uh, hopefully she is at this point because she's been in NXT for a day, de- <laughs> probably close to a decade, closer to a decade than, uh, than most people. Damn, Aaliyah. I'm glad she's up on the main roster finally. Yeah, exactly. So uh I'm just excited to see where that goes when it when the when it comes rumble time. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um later on this week. Uh finally we get to Naomi. Uh Naomi, it was announced that Naomi got her rematch against Charlotte. You know, Adam Pierce uh made sure that she was gonna get her rematch. But of course, Sonia couldn't keep um, <laughs> her mm. her hands out of the, the the pot, out of the cookie jar. Yeah, exactly. So we think we're gonna get straight up Charlotte versus Naomi. But Sonia comes out and tells Charles Robinson to give her his shirt. Because okay, <laughs> that's what? not okay. Yeah, strip people of their shirts. Right. Well, I guess when you abuse your power, you can, apparently. That would be an abuse of power, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she's now the special guest referee. 
we get a little bit of Naomi and Charlotte. Naomi and Charlotte, it's a very interesting pairing because they have not like truly locked up before. Like every time they've even initiated a match together, mm-hmm. it's always been some interference. I'm thinking back to 2017 when it was like the, the welcoming committee. Yeah. Um, uh, th- this right here was maybe two, three minutes at most or something like that yeah. before Sonya, you know, Sonya was just in there and distracting uh, Naomi. Uh, but Sonya takes a bump, of course, while Sonya takes that bump, Naomi is pinning Charlotte after hitting a rear view and she has Charlotte down for at least six seconds. The crowd was counting. Mm-mm. The crowd was behind her, but Sonya didn't get up in time. Naomi, of course, does the whole distracted, what are you doing? Charlotte puts Naomi in the figure. It was the figure four at first. Like, Sonya called for the bell before uh, Charlotte even bridged. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, it was a straight up screwdriver. It was was the, the screwdriver again, you know? And it's like, you know, when you talk about filling time, Mm -hmm. I mean, I appreciate how long this feud, well, Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I appreciate how long this feud is stretched out. I guess the part that kind of sucks is it does just feel like they're spinning wheels with mm-hmm. like Naomi can't figure out like a way to like get back at Sonya. Like, I don't know. My mind went to burning something down, which might be extreme, but like, yeah. you know, like put like bugs or rats in her hotel room or like just just mess with her, mess with her behind her back. You know, Naomi can mm-hmm. do that. Um, but instead, she's just really frustrated. And she's been frustrated for months. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. the part that's wild to me. How she could be that angry for so long with Sonia and still not have any retribution. So I'm. it feels like they're getting to some resolution mm-hmm. with it, with them actually having a match suit. Well, next week, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, they... they... So after the, after the whole kerfuffle, uh, yes. we got... Um, we got Eric Bischoff was in there with Adam Pierce. Weird. Very weird. Uh, Sonia came back and said she didn't know he was going to be there. And they basically told her that she was abusing her power. Um, and so Adam Pierce said that they were going to review it. Sonia looked kind of contrite in front of them. And it was announced that it's going to be Sonia versus Naomi next week. Um, and so I think that's it. I mean, they're setting Naomi up in a good spot because we want, I want to see her go up against Charlotte. Um, and I mean, if they, we'll talk about it in the if, preview podcast, yeah. but like if they, if they end the Sonya thing here now, then they could build towards her, her and Charlotte, you know? Look, I think that that's, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know why I don't see it, but I think I don't see it. Maybe because they've always done this to Naomi where Mm -hmm. she should be in the spot of going up against Charlotte, getting that championship, but uh, mm -mm, they don't, they don't, they they haven't been doing that. So I'm hopeful. I like what you're saying. I just, I have a hard time believing it because I have trust issues with WWE um, mm-hmm. At this point, when it comes to Naomi specifically, specifically, yeah, exactly, and I and I exactly. We'll break it down though, because there, you know, we'll we'll talk through our predictions when it comes to the Rumble, and you know, also probably talk through who has the best chance of winning. So 
we'll get there. We'll get mm-hmm. there. Exactly. Lots to talk about though with Naomi. Right. So uh I, I'm just I just want, like you said, I just want I hope they get time. I want to see Naomi put a whooping on Sonia. <laughs> yep. Maybe we finally get like a little bit more. I would I would love to, I don't well actually I don't care. I, I think Ooh. I like the um whole Sonia versus Naomi thing. Maybe yeah. a little bit more explanation as to why Sonia you know, was hating on her is fine, but I, it's I don't even want, I don't even want to know that. Yeah. It just feels very uncomfortable at this point. I'm like, uh, what's this <laughs> yeah. about? Um, but you know, I will say if I, you know, cause we're here now predicting what I think is going to happen here yeah. between the two of them next week, obviously we're going to get the quote unquote match between Sonia and Naomi. I don't know how, but somehow this is going to end up in I really believe it's going to end up in Naomi just beating on Sonya in the rumble. And okay. so maybe somehow Sonya screws over Naomi next week. I just don't know what she has up her sleeve, yeah. but I don't think it it's going to end clean at It would be weird to end this feud before the rumble. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. I hate this I picture get... of Charlotte uh, <sighs> doing things to Naomi. Yeah. It's it hurts. Nope, that makes sense. Maybe it's like a um, maybe we haven't seen Shayna in a minute. Oh my! Whoa, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen Shayna in a minute, so maybe where's she Shana... been? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I hope everything's okay. Maybe yeah. we get Shayna interference. You know, and then. I think this might be one of those feuds. What if it ends in a cage match? What if they give him a cage match to end? Mari, this That'd is the cool. thing. Your ideas for anything related to Naomi <laughs> and, and Sonia, I guess in this case, are mm-hmm. the best ideas. <laughs> I just would be shocked if they end up in a cage. I would I mean, actually that would be, be I would eat I don't Could you eat imagine? Chapstick. I don't want to eat 50 chicken nuggets. But the things the two of them can do in a cage would be so cool. Oh, I'm 100% with you, but I'm sad that we're not going to get it. But I would would love that. That would be nice. I mean, maybe maybe we get something. I mean, the chamber is coming up. Maybe we get something related to that. That could Mm -hmm. be that could be a place where we see this continuing. So we'll see. We shall see. see. We shall see. We shall. We shall see. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, that's the end of the highlights of the week. Uh, whoop, whoop. Yeah, whoop, whoop. Uh, so, again, all of the highlights can be found in the show notes, in the show description. Uh, you can watch and follow along with us uh, so you know what we're talking about. Bam, it's bam. only two of us here. Yeah. Uh, we could wrap it up or... We can play a game of rapid fire questions. Yeah. So this week we're just gonna really quickly. Um, I I wanted to kind of turn the. I I have no clue what's happening right now. Right. I just kind of wanted to turn the the tables on on Matt here because 
uh, I hope you guys know, he just started a a, a new podcast called Pod Friends, where he's doing Pod all the friends, question asking. Pod Friends. There you go. Um, so instead, I will be asking him questions okay, rapidly. Fine, go for it. What are they're you? all wrestling questions? So don't. Okay, so good. Because I was friends. like, this is these are going to be some long answers, but I think I keep it pretty short. Yeah, you got to keep it short. That's the whole got it. point. Um, that's the whole point. And maybe even, I don't know, there's no point in put, pulling the clock up. You just go, go with the questions. <laughs> I know, I'll, right? I'll be, I'll be my own self timer. Maybe exactly. I, like limit it to five second to eight second answers. Okay. Yeah. Or two All right. seconds. All Ready? right. I'm on the clock. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. So who is your favorite current male wrestler? Oh my God. Kenny Omega. Who's your favorite current female wrestler? Ooh. Uh, uh, damn, Sasha comes to mind. Sasha, okay. who was your favorite uh, wrestler in the past, male or female? Doesn't matter. Oh, I love Lita. Okay, uh, what was the first live event you went to? Uh, it ooh ooh yeah, it was uh, March fourteenth, two thousand four. March fifteenth, two thousand four, the mm-hmm. day after WrestleMania twenty at uh, what was then Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey. Nice. What was your favorite live event you've ever ever been to? Oh my god. Um, you know what? I think it might be like Women's Superstars Unleashed. It was WSU, Mercedes Martinez, a bunch of other women's wrestlers. I think I met Jazz there Ooh. and some others who were on the card. So that comes to mind. Such a good stacked women's wrestling card. Probably around like 2009. I don't know if I said it, but WSU third anniversary is is was the show. Nice. What is your favorite uh, wrestling stipulation? Like oh match stipulation. Ooh, like a like. Do you mean like a cage match or like that type of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Damn, Mari, this is a tough one. Uh, <laughs> I would go with like a. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm bad at favorites, but I'll go with like a four corners match. Interesting. <laughs> I that was. I don't think that's it, but I can't think of anything <laughs> else right now. I just like the idea of them touching the four corners. And I know mm-hmm. I specifically think of Eddie Guerrero and JBL, JBL. doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Strap Maybe that. like two out of three falls, iron woman matches, uh, that type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So who's your favorite announced team? Like combination. Oh, that's really tough. But because uh, like, who are the announced teams? But uh, I not really currently just like, period. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, I you can. Oh, damn, I don't have a good one. I don't have a good one because I keep one. I don't like. J, I I don't like the king. Uh, the king and J, you know what? The king and Jr. I'll say them because they were like they set the they they set the standard for a long time and were really iconic. Even though I don't really love either of them that much. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite wrestling era? I just got a few more questions. Okay. Uh, to uh, to. You know what? The early 2000s, that like attitude, ruthless aggression era, like the SmackDown 6, as you've referenced before, mm-hmm. that era was magical in wrestling. What's your, who's your favorite tag team ever? Ooh. Um, uh, the, uh, um, Mari. <laughs> I, I I these are rapid questions. Let's just go with New Day. Okay. That's not true. There's so many. <laughs> Oh my god! And finally, who is your Mount Rushmore of women? Oh, that's easy. 
And I'm going to just no sell the fact that I asked you this question to start the Pod Friends podcast, uh, which is being dropped tomorrow Mm -hmm. with Mari, the one and only Mari Fourth. Uh, So my Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling. Uh, This might not be in order. So I'm going to put China on there. Uh China's on my Mount Rushmore just for the iconic way that she did everything and broke through so many barriers as the ninth wonder of the world. Um, gone too soon, definitely. Mm-hmm. I <sighs> damn it, Mari. This is so uh, rude. I told you. You know, I'll put I'll it's actually such a rude put, question. I'll put Lita there instead of Trish because I did just watch like a mini YouTube 20 minute like documentary about Lita's career and like the mm-hmm. way she organically connected with people was there. So I'd say like China, Lita. I should probably give credit to like someone like Sherry, but I'm not gonna include Sherry on there. Um I will also throw in the Sasha Banks to represent more of the modern era. Mm-hmm. And finally, ah damn, because I know when you asked me this before, I actually said Gail Kim yes, because of her TNA work and her impact mm-hmm. work. Eh, you know what? I'll do it. Gail, Sasha, China, Lita. I might replace China with actually no Sherry, Sensational Sherry, Lita. Gonna put Gail Kim in there because I have to. And then finally, uh, Sasha. Yep. And if those are people who are listening who are like, haven't y'all done this before? Yes, we have done this before. I'm pretty sure our answers were people. Yeah, like you just never know because that's one of those questions I feel like you can you can honestly ask anybody like repeatedly over months because wrestling or just any type of sports wise because that's such a great list to always like update and stuff like that so yeah but i i'm i'm damn i'm gonna listen back to this and be like damn i wish i didn't say kenny omega as my favorite male wrestler because i know that's not true well it's too late you already said it i liked him (laughs) i liked him in that match with the nine-year-olds like back in i I like I don't know when he did this. I know people know what I'm talking about, but there was like a nine year old or seven year old girl named Hiroko. I think it was like Hiroku, maybe or Hiroka off the top of my Mm -hmm. head. But anyway, um, she she beat him or she almost beat him. It was a a classic, instant classic. Check it out. That was the moment where I was like, oh, this guy is awesome. And that was like 10 plus years ago. So I'll give him that. Yes, so that was the rapid fire questions. Woo! Let us know what what you think. Again, we're just trying things out. If you want us not? to try it again, actually, if you have suggestions for things we could even do, like if there's a game that we could play while we're on here. I mean, we did our thing with Grace last week, which was also really fun. Just like let us know, give us ideas. We'll probably do it because we not? don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes that was fun and by the way i did not as uh, to be perfectly clear i am not working people this is not kayfabe this is a shoot i had no clue i literally had no clue that's coming but i also think that the way that i sound makes it seem like i'm lying (laughs) which also makes me horrible at among us and mafia but that's all there it is yeah (laughs) and i can confirm he didn't know that because i made most of those up off the top of my head as we were doing them damn yeah because i'm not good um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> EST of RHAP, the one, the only, Mari Fourth, BuzzFeed's own, doing it on the fly. I, I didn't have is. a good way. I didn't have a good okay. strategy of that. Yeah, sorry. You don't, I bet you don't even um, remember my uh, creator rehab slurred. Don't say it here because that's a great transition I even into spoil it. Matt. What have you been up to? Plug yourself. 
Oh, well, uh, number one, I've been on the wrestling wrap up. Um, but also I just less than a week ago launched the pod friends podcast with the, you know, the, with the, with the robot, Taryn Armstrong is my mm-hmm. first guest. Um, and if you're hearing this now, well, either it'll be really, well, you know what? Probably already dropped um, the, the interview with the, the one, the only Mari Forth. Mm-hmm. I can't call anyone else the one and only because that's your thing. And I always, Yay. that's your billing. But yeah, no, I've been up to that. I'm um, going to have more interviews coming out all leading up really until Survivor 42 starts, which is like the second week in March. So you could check out more of those. I'm sure that there'll be some people on who are, who were guests of this podcast. And other than that, uh, Mari, we were on the uh, my weekly meltdown which i think i'm saying the right way yeah yeah my weekly meltdown talking about the real world homecoming la and all of the racisms and other issues other social issues related to that um back on monday so check us out because it was like a really insightful conversation with a bunch of folks who were kind of like learning from each other, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I mean, I just played patron mafia, which I think I mentioned. So <laughs> um, you could find me over there. Who knows? Did I win? Did I lose? Did I embarrass myself again? Probably. But you could find that out by uh, becoming a patron of RHAP. And I think that's all the places where I am right now. Probably forgetting something, but Mari, you're everywhere. So where are you? Well, um, like you said, we will both. You can catch us on Pod Friends. Uh, my episode Woo-hoo. will drop. It will probably drop the same time that this drops. <laughs> to be quite uh, honest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so head over there to check out a little bit about my backstory, more about wrestling, and uh, Matt made me come up with my own rap slur. So if you're interested yeah. in that, go listen to it over there. Um not going to plug my weekly meltdown again because he you did a fabulous did job of doing that Matt. Look at that. Um, I was also on nothing but Netflix. Uh, uh, we talked about Singles Inferno. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was on Renap the, you know, previous week talking about Desperate Housewives. So, Bitter. You, you know, doing I watched a lot. That. I watched that episode, by the again? way, just so you know. No, no, I, wa- I, I actually haven't listened to the Renap episode because I just watched the episode of Desperate Housewives, season three, episode seven. seven. That's mm-hmm. Renap's thing. So mm-hmm. check it out. And you could, you could find that, you could find that episode of Desperate Housewives, I think, on Hulu. Hulu. So mm-hmm. check it out and then listen to Mari on the podcast, like I'm going to do after we are done recording this one. Exactly. And if you just want to figure out more stuff that I'm doing, you can just follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. I post everything I'm doing over there. And, you know, just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Uh, retweeting uh, all my favorite reality TV shows. Yeah. Including one that I love Married at First Sight. Like, Married at First Ooh. Sight this year has been so good. And even mm-hmm. better, we have, they have awesome hosts over there. So, we love them. Yeah, the Married at First Sight wrap up is back with season 14. It takes place in Boston. Uh, Asia uh, has a new co host and Jason Reed, and they discuss each episode weekly and with humor, healthy do- doses of skepticism. They are, they have been killing it. It's been so yeah. funny listening to them. Great job, you know, from the both of them. Um, if you're wondering what the show is, Married at First Sight. Yeah, it's about strangers uh, who trust a group of experts to find their spouses. So the there's 10 brave singles. They meet their spouse. 
um, at the altar. Like, wow. yes, they meet at the altar. They create five couples that will go through a, then an eight week journey at, through the wedding, the honeymoon. They live together. And then finally, decision day where they decide if they want to stay married or get divorced. So Married at First Sight, it's one of my favorite shows. I've been watching it, you know, since the beginning. I've been co- going, I went in and out. But these last, like, I think these last, like, four seasons, I've been, like, all in watching. So, and it's mostly because of Asia, <laughs> Asia and yeah. Married at First Sight podcast. Like, when they, when they, when we found out RJP had a, a mass podcast, I was like, yes, I'm watching every season. Um, yeah, and, of course and you are. Of course, right. And yeah. it's because there's drama, there's comedy, there's love and everything in between. Yeah. So. Uh, whether you watch the show or not, just check out Asia and Jason. They will hold your hand through it uh, with yes. amazing guests along the way. You can subscribe to their feed. Rob has a website.com slash maths. That's M-A-F-S feed. Mm-hmm. And their podcast is also available on the reality TV wrap ups uh, feed like we are. Yes. And they're just amazing to listen to. If you yes. like us and our shenanigans, just yes. like click over. All you need to do is like literally probably just let the podcast end and then you might end up listening to their podcast accidentally but you don't even need to watch the show it's it's so fun they're amazing we love asia we love jason yes and uh they're prolific wrestling wrap up alumni Yep. And so for us, please go rate, review, and more importantly, subscribe to the RJP Reality TV Wrap Ups or like we said, our feed, the the Wrestling Wrap Up feed. Um, you can always email again using wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. And uh, this is it. We're out. So yeah. always remember, yeah, wrestling is for everybody, but not all wrestling is for everyone. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.